Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Franchise Fluent Podcast, where we keep you fluent in all things franchising, small business, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Austin Titus, and today we have special guest, Dan Kramig with Smart Carpet Franchise. How you doing, Dan? Oh, I'm doing great, Austin. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. Thanks for joining. Why don't we just dive right into it? You know, we're going to start off by kind of wondering a little bit about Smart Carpet Franchise. What is the brand? And tell us a little bit about the history of it. Well, Smart Carpet Franchise, we just officially started uh, launching our franchise opportunities across the country at the start of 2023 here. But it's really gone back over decades now with our founder, Robert Valoy. Ever since the early 90s, he's been working on this very proprietary and new carpet rethink, really, because for the past 60 years or so, if you need to get your carpet clean, there's only been a few options. There's been, you know, some spin bonnet, some encapsulation, but the majority of the market, uh, well over, you know, well over majority of the market for the past 60 years has been primarily hot water extraction. And I think everybody knows it. They don't like the term of it, so they change it to steam cleaning, but they come out, they drench your carpet, you know, they say like a thousand square foot of carpet, we use somewhere between 30 to 50 gallons of water to clean just a thousand square feet. And our founder back in the early 90s looked at that and said, that's just, you know, that it's, it's crazy to think that that's the best way to do it. That's the only way to actually get your carpets cleaned is to come through and not only soak the carpet that you're trying to clean, but you're soaking the back of the carpet, the pad underneath the carpet the floor underneath the pad. And sometimes you can see that going all the way down into, you know, underneath the floorboards. So he set out to this due diligence process that took him years and developed his very own low moisture cleaning solution that hits the same level of deep cleaning, but without all the bad side effects of huge dry times, huge residue buildup over time that requires all that water to get out anyway. And he spent over 20 years now developing this brand, developing this business model, and uh, you know, finally got it to a point where we were ready to offer it to other potential business owners out there who are really wanting to get out in the market and do it in a way that you know, you're not just trying to scrape together enough of a market to survive, but you're, you're changing the market in the way you're doing your business. That's awesome. That's awesome. Being a new franchise offering, you're not a new company, mm-hmm. but a new franchise offering, what kind of separates you guys besides, you know, what you just talked about, but what kind of separates you guys from a, a business opportunity perspective compared to like some of the other, you know, service brands that are out there? Cause there's a lot of them. There is, there is so many. I mean, you can go online, you can see there's hundreds, if not thousands of every different type of carpet cleaning painting, you know, whatever it is, there's so many different things. And really, whether you're looking at a service business or not, if it's one thing I've learned, I've been in franchising now for a little over seven years, you really want to find these opportunities that give you a niche in the market that sets you up for success to where you're not out there trying to convince everybody that your sandwich tastes just a little bit better than everybody else's sandwiches out there. But really, it's a sandwich at the end of the day. You want to find that opportunity. And with Smart Carpet, that's exactly what I found. Um, you know, I, I, out here in Colorado, but originally from Ohio and uh, looking for different opportunities for myself, I came across this. And there's a, a few things. I mean, first and foremost, talking about 
what you're pro- offering is a huge piece. You want, you truly do want that best sandwich. And sorry for the metaphor there, but you know, when you're talking about 30 to 50 gallons of water to clean a carpet with all the other carpet service companies that are out there that are using those types of models, we can do a thousand square feet of carpet with three gallons of water rather than 30 to 50. And when you're really looking at that, not only is that a huge advantage to the client, but that's a huge advantage to you and your business model because we don't require hoses. We don't require fans. We don't require these eight to 10 hour dry times. Our carpet is dry the moment that we are finished. It's it's fully dry within the hour, but safe to walk on the minute we are finished with the room. And that's a big and powerful piece for you to look at to your business because the other huge aspect of our concept is most of the big guys that are out there, most of those service companies, those service franchises, they're primarily residential businesses. Uh, They focus all their marketing on residential. And why? It's because if you want to focus commercial, there's too many hindrances of that water use to actually gain enough traction and gain enough market share to be a sustainable business. Mm -hmm. Whereas we can go into these hotels, you go into a four floor hotel with a lobby and a hot water extraction company may use maybe two, maybe three days to properly clean that hotel. We can do that same amount of square footage in about five to six hours. And we're not running hoses up their stairwells. We don't have to set up loud, noisy fans that your guests are getting irritated by. And also, you don't have to close down the whole floor that we're cleaning that day or that as we're cleaning the floors, you don't have to shut them down because the minute we leave, you can use them. So... You want to find these franchises that not only offer a very unique service, but position you in a market. 80% of our business is commercial. And that's something that none of the other service companies are doing. And the big value behind that is when you focus on commercial, you have much more opportunity for recurring business, which in service brands, that's rare. You know, it's rare that if you're going to come clean a residential house's carpet, how often are they going to be coming back? How often, even for yourself, Austin, how often do you get your house carpet cleaned professionally? I never have, to be honest. <laughs> exactly. It's rare to begin with. I've rented the, uh, the thing at the grocery store and I've done it myself. Yeah. It's, you know, either they're getting, was it the rug doctor that yeah, they get at the, the grocery store? Small rooms that are carpet, so... Yeah. And you, so it's not only is it a low need anyway, because how many people are truly walking through your house, but then also it's a low use anyway to where if you have a residential client that needs you once a year, that's a great client. Whereas if you're going after things like hotels, property management companies, you're going after senior living facilities, they not only need you and have a lot of square foot of carpet to clean, but they need you often because of the amount of traffic that's coming through their buildings. And I mean, gosh, even senior living facilities, you have an 80-year-old dementia patient who has some sort of accident in their room. It's not like you can kick them out of the room for eight hours while the carpet dries. Instead, we come in, we clean it, and by the time they're finished eating lunch, they're welcome to walk back through their whole uh, room again. So it's about offering a really great product or service, but then also making sure you're aiming at a market that you can gain share without having to beat out all the other guys that are out there. And that's what we do because there is no one out there doing commercial like we are. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, before we came into this conversation, I wasn't, I, I did a little research on the company, but I wasn't as familiar. And that's some great information, great differentiators there. So mm-hmm. Dan, real quick, tell us a little bit about your personal background and kind of 
what led you here? I know you've got some good background in franchising. Yeah, yeah. I've been in it for, uh, I'll call it a while. I'm sure, you know, there's many people out there who who far surpassed me on that timeline. But I actually got my franchise start back in Cincinnati, Ohio, working while I was finishing my graduate program. I worked just at a, a local cell phone store selling, you know, different plans, iPhones, you name it. And a woman came in that was starting her own pet food business. She she opened it up in downtown Cincinnati. And I just built a relationship with her because I was helping her with her business phone plan, had some good conversations, wonderful woman. Well, she ended up franchising that concept. And I, through people I knew and through my connections with her, I ended up coming on board there. It was my first real understanding of I never even really knew how extensive franchising was at the time. And, you know, I never thought, I figured it was all corporate. And it really lifts that veil to where you're like, oh, wow, almost every restaurant you look at is a franchise. Almost every business you look at almost is a franchise at a certain level that when you're driving down the street. And within just a year or two of being there and, and talking to entrepreneurs, talking to people who are wanting to take control of their their destiny, they're wanting to work for themselves, but they don't necessarily want to do it by themselves. I just fell in love with the whole concept. You know, I always people I speak with all the time, they always give me that age-old question of how much money can I make and how fast can I make it? And and, you know, unfortunately, there are rules on being able to talk to those types of things. But I love the fact that I can't talk to those things because there is no input question, get direct answer of you open this, you make this. The best thing about looking at franchises, especially ones that are done the correct way, is you're going to build your business to where you're trying to get it to because everybody comes to us with different starting points and different goals. You know, there's the people who call me and they say, I'm retiring. I want to stay busy, have a project, maybe something to pass down to my family. You know, my kids are getting older or my grandkids are getting older or something to pass down. And after that, I'm open to what happens. And then you get the other people who, you know, I want to own every territory in the entire Northern Colorado market. And I want to be the, the kingpin of carpet cleaning in the region. And, you know, we're going to start those people and coach those two people very differently as they develop those businesses. So I just loved that concept of people being able to take control of it. I grew with that company and uh, ended up, the brand was called Pet Once. They were a a fresh pet food delivery franchise. We got uh, somewhere in the upper to mid 100 location mark, you know, really learned a lot about franchising and what it takes not only to be a good franchisee, but really learning what it takes to be a good franchise. And that was something that, you know, when Robert reached out to me and talked about his well-established business and how he wants to do it all the right way, because that's the core of all of this is there has to be a better way for carpet cleaning. And, and he really found what it should have always been. And so he touched base with me, told me what he was doing. And, and uh, you know, there I was a couple months later moving out here to Colorado and, and starting to grow it. And, you know, we already have our first couple franchisees on board with us now. So it's really great to see. And it's great to be involved in such an early level to where I can make sure things are being done the right way. That's great. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Kind of going off of one of the things you said there, different types of franchise owners. What type of franchise owners is smart carpet looking for? What what type of, is there a certain persona or background or anything like that that you guys are looking for? It's really, it's interesting as you sort of dive into different brands and you really find that there's different types of people that fit that mold. And, and 
if it's one thing I definitely uh, can recommend to anyone looking at our brand, we really love the owner-operator type person. When you're looking at a franchise that's really trying to change the game on what the standard carpet cleaning process is, and you're really trying to set this new standard of what's acceptable in the, in the market, you need people who are going to have that same attention to detail. Because if you want to be the best at what you do, it's a very detailed and focused operation. So, you know, kind of going back to earlier when we talked about, there's a lot of franchises out there that someone someone quits on the job that day, they were your cashier. I mean, you could have somebody back, right back in that spot being a cashier probably by the end of the day if you really needed to. Or, you know, your random family member could hop right in and be your cashier until you find a replacement. Our franchise is really changing the game on how carpet cleaning is done and also especially going after a market as aggressive as the commercial market where there's no major players out there dominating it yet and we intend on being that force. You need to make sure that you can properly train your team and you can make sure that if something were to happen, you know, a hotel needs you to clean their uh, their entire building for an event coming up in a week or so and your staff gets sick you need to be able to step in and take over. You, you know, you can't just shut down. You can't just turn it away because this is a long-term relationship-based business. So the owner-operator is really huge for us, you know, not only to get up and running in terms of uh, profitability and, and all those, you know, all those pieces of minimizing your costs to where we can maximize your growth, but really making sure that you have that attention to detail to where when you need to step in, you can. Absolutely. We always say that the franchise companies are are built on owner operators but then they're taken to the next level through area developers and multi-unit ownership um, and so that core usually most franchise companies that I see that core is usually a, a strong strong group of owner operators so that's great that's great absolutely and you would hope you would hope that they become that next tier you know that's yes. the goal is we want those owner operators to get started with us because that's who we're going to work best with but at the same time i don't want you being the owner operator forever i want you to scale and grow and once again build to what your long term goals are but if you don't have a, a deep understanding of the business from the start you know I really think that's your best track record and best ability to get to those points is to know your business inside and out. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the franchise cost? What's the franchise fee? What, what's the training? Give me the, the rundown of the franchise opportunity real quick. Uh, in terms of franchise cost, we have a franchise fee of $34,000. That it gives you one territory of up to 200,000 people. And we do that based off zip code. That's not meant to keep you in, though. If you do move forward with us, and it's a great fit. It's meant to keep other people out. So when you're opening up in these areas, you are welcome to service anywhere in the city as long as it's not owned by someone else. And one thing to take a step further to show our dedication and our investment in our owner successes is you don't have to do any sort of extra payments. You don't have to do anything like that to make sure that if someone comes knocking on your market's door, say, for example, I'm, I'm out here in Colorado. So say I'm out here operating and someone else is moving into the northern Colorado market. I will call my, all my owners in that area and we have a free right of first refusal built into our program to make sure you don't have to operate every single day wondering is today the day that corporate calls us and says, hey, someone's moving in on my border where you know, 20% of my client base is, and they sold it without even calling me. You don't have to worry about that. We, you know, we are making sure that if you are a strong, successful owner with us, 
we want you to remain strong and successful with us. And part of that is having open communication to incoming new locations. So yeah, $34,000 is a franchise fee. We do recommend normally total investment to be up and running. Normally somewhere in the one hundred thirty dollars to $140,000 range for a pretty standard total investment. Now that does include the franchise fee. And it also includes another huge portion, almost a fourth of that is the vehicle. So, you know, there are ways to where if you want to find ways to, you know, be as upfront, as easy as we can on the wallet, we could finance the vehicle. I just hate when franchises, in you, if you look at their initial investments, you'll see like a, a $3,000 vehicle cost because they assume you're going to finance a vehicle. And that's, that, that's their way of making the investments look cheaper. I'm like, no, it's 130, 140 all in. If you want to choose to finance some of our pieces, which there are financeable pieces, you're welcome to, but I'm never going to try to slip that under the doormat there of, you know, once you're in it, you realize truly how much it costs. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you can finance that or lease that to make that initial investment lower. Of course. But then and adding then, a liability. So you guys do yeah, it that, the right way. And it's all about having those conversations and making sure we're setting up our owners for success. You know, if someone calls me, I'm going to have a lot of conversations with them and kind of going into your your question there is it all starts with conversations to make sure this is truly a good fit. You know, I want to make sure you're a good fit for what we're looking for in an owner, that your goals and aspirations align with what our goals are. And then I also want to make sure we're a good fit for what they're looking for as a potential owner. You know, if you are looking at us and and it's not feeling right, trust me, I, I want this to be a long lasting, great relationship or not at all. So we go through these conversations. We talk about territory, the benefit, of course, of looking at a, a fresh uh, franchise is your pick of the litter in territory. You know, if you're looking to open up anywhere across the country, other than the few we have up and running since the start of this year, you know, your neighborhoods, your communities, the areas that you have those advantages in, those connections, those networking opportunities, they're available right now. You're not looking at a, fr- a well-established franchise that has over a thousand locations. And when you speak with them, they say, well, how interested are you in going to Alaska? It's like, no, I mean, you're, you have home field advantage if you're calling me right now. And the beauty of it is normally the drawback there is always that, well, it's a brand new franchise, which means they don't have everything figured out yet. They don't have, you know, the experience to show it. But I go back to our founders been building this brand since 1992. So even his founding location out here in Colorado is 15 years old. And so we are very well established, very well researched. And he purposely waited this long to make sure when he brought it to the market that it was truly ready to be brought. So, so yeah, you go through these conversations. If we decide it's a great fit, we then would go through our onboarding structure. We normally can have you fully up and running in about two, two and a half months, depending on um, mainly the vehicle timeline, making sure we're all ready to get going there. And then during that time, you're going through extensive Virtual training, you know, going to make sure that you know a lot of the terms, you know how to use all your softwares and systems, even starting to get comfortable with the machinery that we use. After you've finished all that, you do come out to a one-week training. It's Monday through Friday out here in Colorado where we're going to be doing field work, work with you and just overall making sure that when you get home from that training, you're ready to roll and you're already launched and, and starting to bring on clients. So that's kind of what it looks like. Go through this call, make sure it's a good fit guide you through the setup, train you to do the work, and then you go through launch. 
And then after that, that's where the support really kicks in. You know, uh, for the first three months of operating, you're going to have a weekly coaching call with my team. And that does include the founder. You learn directly from the founder himself on how to do the operation of the business, how to grow the brand and how to gain clientele, which is very rare in franchising to have the founder who built the original teaching you how to do it. Normally it's a person who trained a person who trained a person who trained a person, you know, if, if you're getting into those 20 year old franchises after three months, it's going to move to more of a once a month call strictly because in our experience with it, you're not going to need us once a week after three months. Our goal is, you know, if after three months you still need us once a week, we absolutely will still work with you once a week, but the average owner up and running will have a lot more comfortable operation to where they won't need us. And then after that six-month period, it's more of as needed. If you still need us once a week, you call us and schedule. If you don't need us, you let us know when you do. And so what is the vision for Smart Carpet? Is Do you guys have a goal this year or within the next three years, five-year plan? What's What's the vision for this? I think truly the vision is, you know... <sighs> we are here to really disrupt the carpet cleaning industry. And that's not said lightly because to be a disruptor, you truly have to have two main things. You need to solve existing issues in the industry and you need to do it at less than market price. Mm -hmm. So that's completely what Robert has been spending the past 30 years of his life dedicated to building. And he's finally reached that point where we come into these places and because the lack of the lower water usage there's less setup, there's less equipment, there's less breakdown, there's less dry time. So we can come in and because of all that, we have lower overhead costs. So we come into any of these places and we can say we can do it faster and cheaper. There's no dry time. What's the no reason at that point? You know, you're faster, cheaper, and better. So when are, you, when are they going to say no? That qualifies you as a disruptor. And when you're a disruptor, you take market. You know, it, it, it's not immediately overnight. But within the next two to three years, we see ourselves as a primary player of when people are looking of where, where do we go to get our carpet cleaned, smart carpet is on their mind. And we completely dominate, especially the commercial industry, residential as well. But the commercial is where the huge opportunity is of that reoccurring business. So I'd say within the next two to three years, we're going to be completely seeing a paradigm shift in the carpet cleaning industry. And that's why we need those really strong owner operators who are hungry and they're ready to really set a new tone in the market. And, and that's, that's what we're looking to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for, for sharing, Dan. Uh, anything that you want to say to the audience before we uh, finish up here? Uh, I mean, other, just the fact that smart carpet cleaning, you know, we're really looking to, to grow quickly. You know, we have a great uh, opportunity and, and it's definitely worth at least a conversation to, to look further into. If you're serious about taking a business and wanting to grow it to the next level and scale it, it's definitely that an opportunity that I'm excited about enough that I'm moved from Ohio to Colorado to do. And I really look forward to speaking with anyone and seeing if it's a good fit for them as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And just a reminder to the audience, this is not an offer to buy a franchise. An offer to buy a franchise must be made through a franchise disclosure document. And so thank you, Dan, for, for, for uh, joining us again. If uh, anybody listening wants to get a hold of you or find out more about Smart Carpet, where should they go? So you can go to our website, smartcarpetfranchise.com. Um, also, you know, we do have our consumer site you can check out as well. We are on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, but really however you reach out, you're going to be talking directly with me. Um, and yeah, just dive into all that information, see how I can help. 
Awesome. Thanks, Dan. And thank you everybody for listening. Uh, remember to go follow us on at FranchiseFluent on most social media platforms uh, or FranchiseFluent.com. Uh, follow us on YouTube and please subscribe. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Austin.